celebrating the ascension, we can get the picture as prayed in all the prayers throughout this Mass. Christ, our head, ascends into heaven so that we, his members, may follow him in hope. That we are to ascend from the desires of this world into the desires of heaven, which is for God himself. It's a pretty clear and simple message. The problem is that it's not a pretty clear and simple experience for us who are trying to live this. In fact, I think most of us get into a routine, perhaps, where we are praying regularly and we go to Mass regularly, maybe even daily Mass regularly, but often find ourselves going up towards Christ and back down to the love of the things of the world, to where we are just kind of stuck in this place between heaven and earth. I have um, always wondered about one man in the Old Testament and why this was that the Old Testament writers put it this way. And this is what the homily I'm going to talk mainly about is the man Absalom. Absalom, the son of David, to whom the writer of 2 Samuel says that he is the one person suspended between heaven and earth. He's the one person stuck. He's not in heaven, but he's not quite on earth. His experience speaks to, I think, many of our experiences. And so I'm just going to tell the story of Absalom to understand how it is that we got here and how it is we get there with Christ. Absalom, we know, is the son of David. And this was a time whenever God didn't speak out on the Old Testament fathers having a lot of different wives. So he was one of many sons of David. Now, he did not spend much time with David. He was not the son of the apple of his eye, Bathsheba, like Solomon was. But nonetheless, he was his son. He knew that, in a sense, he had a right to the throne. That's the first thing. He knows who he is. He's a man that he knows has a right to the throne. However, whenever 2 Samuel introduces him to the reader, it turns out that he never comes into the king's presence whenever they're trying to find a successor to David. He never comes into the king's presence. And it's also said that Absalom is the most beautiful man in all of Israel. He also has to regularly cut his hair to consecrate himself to the Lord. There's this long, beautiful hair. We notice that, if, like, for instance, if you went to Mass earlier in the week, Paul gets a haircut in one of the readings. It's because he makes a, a consecration of himself to the Lord. He consecrates himself to him. So Absalom is in need of regularly doing this, the writer makes clear. And so what ends up happening with Absalom is that there's this, uh, I guess, contingency, this party in Israel that wants to throw a coup and throw, um, throw David out of the office of king. And so they kind of rally up Absalom. They pump him up. And you can imagine this would be a man easy to pump up. He knows that he has a right to the kingship. 
He is a naturally beautiful and talented man. And he then, with their support, perhaps can usurp David to the throne. And in the midst of one of these battles, what ends up happening is he sees that his uh, soldiers are losing the battle against David's servants. And so he rides in on his mule and, well, he forgets to get a haircut. And his hair gets him caught underneath this oak tree, suspending him between heaven and earth. And so then David's servants come and they kill him. It's a very powerful, I think, and unique and particular story that relates to our experience. This is a man who is so confident that he will become king. Similarly, we can be so confident that we are ascending on the road to holiness. But when we're not careful and we don't place ourselves in the king's presence, but only listen to other voices around us, not actually conversing and bringing our full selves into the presence of the Father, in full clarity of our conscience, then what ends up happening? Our hair starts to grow. That is, we no longer consecrate ourselves to the Lord, but rather our desires for the world start to grow longer and longer. And then it takes one moment of pride, one moment of pride in going out into the world where we can get stuck between heaven and earth, and then we get surprised whenever we fall into spiritual death. I don't know what happened. I was just, I just walked out of mass, everything felt so fine, and then I just lost it on one of my kids. I don't know where that came from. I don't know what happened. I was praying every day, and then that night I fell into sin and just popped up on me. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. I was doing so good. I woke up in the morning and I feel completely desolate and I have no desire to pray. I don't know what happened. The method of Absalom's ascension is that he simply recognizes, yeah, I'm a son of the king. And then he pumps himself up and allows himself to be pumped up by others to try to make that ascension rather than the manner in which Christ ascends into heaven. St. Paul says that Christ ascends first by descending, first by descending into hell. And then, St. Paul says, he leads um, the captives from captivity, and he makes captivity captive in heaven. What Christ does is that he places himself in the presence of the dead. He places himself in the presence of his disciples. And then bringing all things with him to the Heavenly Father, he ascends. And he teaches us to do the same. What is necessary for the ascension of Christ to happen in our lives rather than being stuck between heaven and earth. It means bringing all things into the presence of the Father by first descending into 
humble acknowledgement by placing ourselves as Absalom did not in the presence of the king. Am I a person that simply goes to confession to desire to be requited of my guilt, but not desiring to mend the relationships around me or to remove the obstacles that lead to sin? If so, then I am trying to ascend like Absalom, and I will remain stuck between heaven and earth. Pope Benedict says that the kind of the moralism if we were if he could kind of reduce it to a moralism of Jesus's ascension is that we ascend from self-isolation to world embracing love from self-isolation to world embracing love while Absalom tries to ascend alone Christ is the one who does not ascend without first spending 40 days with his disciples. Am I trying to ascend in holiness by simply detachment, by praying daily, by fasting somewhat regularly, but am not willing to mend the relationships around me and trying to ascend alone and becoming stuck between heaven and earth? If we try this ascension alone, then our fasting, our detachment, it will fail. Because we will seek connection. And the only thing that we will find connection with is the goods of this world. Rather than with Christ and his body. Because he desires his members to follow where the head is gone. And so we plead that Jesus can bring us into the presence of the Father. Not by ascending, but by descending into a humble acknowledgement of our brokenness so that we can begin the long, hard, honest work of ascending, not quickly, but slowly with Christ and with his members, particularly those who are closest to us.